0: Train with JD Buell Wednesday ten to noon on Mutiny Radio FM, Freeform Radio for free minds. You tuned in to the AltaCast here on MutinyRadio.fm. It is Wednesday, September. Is it the 28th? It is. Ah, I'm a jerk. Yesterday was my mom's birthday, and I didn't acknowledge it in any way. I didn't even remember at all during the whole day. Ah, I'm a bad person. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the AltaCast. I will soon be joined by my co-host, LaToya, the Sheriff of Truth, Win. I am joined today by Molly of Dope Dope Dope, I'm going to be doing an art collective project show here at Mutiny Radio for the next month. There's going to be a party this Saturday to kick it off, hope you guys join us for that. And uh, we also bring you the news the Marijuana News Minute. It actually takes a little longer than a minute. Um, It's, you know, it's pretty dope, dope, dope. Thanks to our friend, our friends at Drug Policy Alliance, specifically friend, Melissa Moore. So uh, we're gonna get, just jump right in to the Marijuana Minute. All right, so uh, if you have any, if you wanna jump in on any of the news, anything that's going on, feel free. Today, we start with, um, you guys can go to drugpolicy.org for all the news and wonderful things that the drug policy is trying to do for you to change the relationship of the United States and their policies to uh, drugs. Try trying to think about harm reduction as opposed to, I don't know, arresting people and throwing them in jail. This is a uh, press release from them actually from last month, but we never got to it. It's not legal yet. Nearly 500,000 marijuana arrests in California in the last decade. A new DPA report finds nearly 9,000 felony arrests for marijuana in 2015 with blacks and Latinos enduring the greatest burden of marijuana enforcement. Uh, surprise, surprise California to vote, to reduce criminal penalties and legalize, legally regulate marijuana this November. So, um, We are voting this November for Proposition 64. It's on the ballot. The only people I know right now that are sort of adamantly against it are growers (laughs) because it's going to cut into their profits. Um, They're proposing a $9.25 an ounce tax on flowers and a $2.25 an ounce tax on uh, trim, basically. So anybody who's going to be using trim to make their uh, brownies, cookies, cookies, edibles of any kind would be taxed like whoa so it's are you taxing the grower or are you taxing like will the, the growers are being taxed so they're gonna have to pass it on to the dispensaries so i think eventually the brunt of it will be taken by the consumer but then once it goes legal trying to keep consumer costs down that's one of the things the growers are gonna say oh so now you're gonna regulate our water and you're gonna tax us uh so i think they're the only ones that aren't terribly terribly happy about the uh legalization of marijuana in California. But for the for the consumer I think it's gonna be great because hey, uh, less arrests and more fun. August eighteenth, twenty sixteen, October Oakland, California, a new report by the Drug Policy Alliance shows that there were nearly half a million marijuana felony and misdemeanor arrests in California between 2006 and 2015. Thousands of Californians are arrested annually for marijuana misdemeanors and felonies. These arrests are not equal. Black and Latino Californians are arrested for marijuana offenses at disproportionately high rates. In addition, youth under 18 years of age now make up the majority of misdemeanor arrestees. Which won't change, I think, if um, or when 64, if it, if it goes legal. If you're under 21, it's still illegal to, to smoke or to, you know, inject whatever. It's going to be treated the same as alcohol, so... Don't get too excited, kids. You're still going to be getting misdemeanor arrests. Uh, In 1996, Californians became the first state to legalize medical marijuana when voters passed the Compassionate Use Act, Prop 215. In 2011, California lawmakers reduced possession of up to an ounce of marijuana for personal use from a misdemeanor to a non-arrestable infraction, similar to a traffic ticket. Despite California's more permissive marijuana possession laws, the state had 465,873 marijuana arrests between 2006 and 2015. While the number of misdemeanors dropped by 86% after possession for personal use was reduced from misdemeanor to an infraction, felony arrests remained relatively stable. During this period, there were on average 14,000 marijuana felony arrests each year. This number dropped by a third to 8,866 in 2015. In addition, thousands of marijuana possession infractions were issued during this period, disproportionately burdening black and Latino young people. While many people believe that marijuana is essentially legal in California, data shows us that thousands continue to be arrested annually for marijuana activities, said Jolene Foreman, staff attorney for the Drug Policy Alliance. These arrests fall disproportionately on Black and Latino Californians. The only way to begin to repair these disparities is to move marijuana into a fully regulated market and to reduce or eliminate criminal prohibitions for minor marijuana activities. Black, Latino, and white people use and sell marijuana at similar rates, yet black and Latino people are more likely to be arrested for marijuana law violation. Black people more than twice as likely as white people to be arrested for marijuana misdemeanors and nearly five times more likely than white people to be arrested for marijuana felonies. Latinos are 35% more likely than white people to be arrested for marijuana offense, 45% more likely for a misdemeanor, and 26% more likely for a felony. Youth under 18 now account for the majority of marijuana misdemeanor arrests. Prior to 2011, the year that possession of marijuana for personal use was reduced from a misdemeanor to an infraction in California, youth only accounted for a quarter of misdemeanor marijuana arrests. As of 2015, youth account for two thirds of marijuana misdemeanor arrests in the state. In November, Californians will have the opportunity to vote on Proposition 64. Woo! The Adult Use of Marijuana Act. Prop 64 contains important sentencing reforms that eliminate or reduce most criminal marijuana offenses. All penalty reductions will be applicable retroactively. Uh applicable, applicable, whatever. Thousands of Californians can petition to have their sentences reduced and hundreds of thousands more may be eligible for criminal record clearing. I am hoping that marijuana legalization as proposed in Prop 64 will deal a blow to discriminatory, discriminatory marijuana enforcement in California, said Alice Huffman, president of the California-Hawaii NAACP. Prop 64 also provides Californians the opportunity to repair decades of marijuana enforcement inequities through its retrograde Retroactive sentencing and criminal record clearing provisions, along with a dedicated community reinvesting reinvestment funding. Yay! Uh, Prop sixty four. So, if you want to know that the actual what it says in Prop sixty four for uh, it is all about. Let's see. I'm trying to look in my little thingy. Sixty four. Sixty four. Hey. Um, this is the this is the big deal on it is authorizes resentencing and destruction of records for prior marijuana convictions. That's amazing because uh, a lot of people will be able to vote again. <laughs> Felons in our country aren't allowed to vote, and if we uh, legalize marijuana and we change their sentence retroactively, yay! They get to do things again. They get to have jobs and all kinds of wonderful stuff uh all right we are joined by latoya the sheriff of truth
1: my uber driver got lost
0: it's it's all good uh it happens in san francisco all the time and we are joined by dope dope dopes molly i don't know your last name gilbert. molly gilbert of dope 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 yeah. so i um, talking about wh- why did you guys name your uh, art collective dope 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 do you all love marijuana
2: um i would argue i like
1: Oh. There um, you.
0: Go.
2: I, I, I definitely smoke pot. Um, I I don't think that when we were coming up with dope, 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 it was necessarily associated with drugs. But
1: really?
0: Um, Come yeah, on. Right, I know. Come really? <laughs> you guys were like, well, we're gonna choose this name, dope, 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 but it's purely based on it's, like the how people use the word now. Like it's I, so dope, yeah. right?
2: Well, I mean, I like I like I said, I you know I smoke pot. I think pot's great. So I like that it's dope. I I think it's sort of like oh, dope and. Yeah, I mean, I think it's sort of a nonsensical thing that we just came up with to brand ourselves. Um, It's just sort of fun and dope, but yeah. I mean, it it might have something to do with drugs.
0: Sweet. Uh, How long has your art collective been uh, around?
2: We got it going last year. Ooh. Even know when we established ourselves, but we've been going for a little while, and we've had a few group shows and some fun events. We work zine tables and stuff, so we've been doing it for a while, trying to figure it out.
0: uh <laughs> do you have like a art history background, or what? What are the your your founders like? You guys just love art, or, or you all have your I own love art? And
2: art. Um, I went to school for interior design, and okay. I've always really liked all kinds of art. Um, I like to doodle, and I'm, I get really bored with one thing, so I'm always jumping around. That's my my personal experience with art. Kelly is a photographer. She's great. She does mostly black and white film. And then Autumn goes to school for art history. So we all are really okay. connected to art. Um, Kelly also. Kelly and I both went to the Academy of Art here in. Ah, oh, the Academy
1: of Farts. Yeah, it's the Academy of Farts.
2: Yeah. I have a degree in fart. Yeah. Uh,
1: How much do you owe them?
2: Oh God. Is it so scary? Oh, I, I live. I, went, I live I on the
0: block. Yeah. I live on Geary, and um, some people in my building go to Academy of Fart, and uh, and there's a lot of buildings in my neighborhood that are are owned by it, and then you walk by, and they have the cars, and they have all the money. And their uh, tuition is just insane. It went
2: up every semester. They're robbing people. They're robbing people, yeah. They're robbing people. But
0: uh, do you feel that the knowledge that you paid for was instrumental in the application of what you're doing now?
2: I... I yeah Because I talk about this A lot with people When they talk about Like privatized Art school But um I, I really am glad That I went there I got a lot out of it But could I have done Like learned What I learned Somewhere else For a lot less money Probably Um But I had a really Good time there I had good teachers i like that professionals are teaching the kids um the kids the kids <laughs> the kids uh, do, the but kids did you right. make
0: do, now a lot of people say that what you pay for there is the connections so if yeah, people yeah, in the professional bullshit. world yeah. <laughs> well if no, the no, you can people say that. in the professional world are actually doing their art and then they know you yeah. that's sort of an that, in
1: that networking right yeah
0: because i was always told that you know, grad graduate school is about the connections, yeah. not necessarily about what you're actually doing. What you're actually doing. Yeah. It's about, and unfortunately, I'm terrible at making <laughs> connections. So I learned a lot,
1: but um, that's, I haven't. That's how they sell it, though, because yeah. I got sucked in. I've been to three art schools in my lifetime, yeah. and I I learned my last lesson this time when I was going to the art institute. And I'm like, uh, they sold you. on Basically, how they get you is, yes, you'll be able to network and connect with all these people, blah, 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 sexy words, language, Uh art. You're going to get a job. Yeah. Yeah. Uh And then it doesn't happen, then you're stuck with this large debt. Okay, but here's the thing,
0: though, and I I, I don't know if... I don't want to badmouth the place where you got your degree because God bless it.
2: Oh, Um, I badmouth it all the time. (laughs) Okay.
0: (laughs) But it's, it's one of those things where you went to a school and it was expensive so that means that everyone who you went to school with kind of has money so you really are making connections even if you don't make connections with the professional people the people that you can make connection with yeah. is other people who had enough money to go to art
3: school yeah.
1: so that's that's yeah. good I mean because it's like people with money sort of it's not a but a, you'd be surprised a lot of them don't aren't Come from middle class backgrounds. Yeah. Lot, you don't have um, a lot of wealthy people. They go okay. to Juilliard and they go. They go to NYU. Yo, yeah. they're not going to go to the Academy of Art. Some of them the will. Open enrollment
2: Academy of Art. Exactly, it takes it's open, anyone as long. They'll as you're take
1: anybody. To pay. Wow. Yeah. So that's how it's they get like a, a lot of scam. low income people. You've, so do you feel it's on a scale from
0: from. I know that all schools are a scam, but on a scale from <laughs> San, San Francisco yeah. State University being a scam to Trump University being a scam,
1: <laughs> where is
0: Academy of Fart on oh, this? Academy of Fart. Well, How I close is it? Closer to the... Is it...
2: If you're talented and you're willing to work hard and you like to network, I mean, I'm really bad at networking. I'm very shy and stuff, so it's, I didn't really work that while I was there. I think. I mean, if you, you can get a lot out of it. I don't know. I mean, I... I didn't meet Kelly in school either. That's the thing is I didn't network with her there. I met her after school. So, yeah, yeah, I don't think. I mean, I think it depends on how you work it. Mm -hmm. Uh, It depends on your hustle, I guess. But I got a lot out of it. I learned a lot of stuff, and I I learned practical skills, which I think is what they're all about. But could I have done it somewhere else for a lot less money? Probably. Gotcha. Yeah. It's a scam, yeah. and they raise the tuition all the time. And they own like more private buildings in the city it's, than anyone. It's and
1: insane. They own churches. I, they yeah. own. I yeah. had a film class in a church. Yeah. I want to know yeah. why they, what they, why they own those cars. They're art school, right? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, and
2: the students only the uh, only the major that like designs cars gets to see those. I went to that school. I paid the tuition. What? I was not allowed in that museum. Yeah.
0: Are the, you well, serious? you can walk by the one on that's on that's South Bend. Yeah, I mean, you South South can't go in, but you, you can like. Like, go in. You can drool at the windows all yeah, you want. I walk yeah. by it constantly. But it's on But as not a O'fera. student,
1: if you're paying that tuition, I mean, you're paying for those yeah. cars. Yeah, right? See, I'm on the
0: opposite end of the spectrum. I went to San Francisco State for my graduate degree, and uh, because I was paying my $2,500 a semester, or was it $4,000? I can't remember. That's cheap. Um, I gave myself access to all of their paper products, you see. Yeah. I didn't buy toilet paper because I said, this money... This is my, i there's a, there's a paper stipend here that I'm paying too. That's right. And yeah, I, I agree. took huge, bizarre rolls of toilet paper and hid them in backpacks and took them away. Good. Damn that's seen, That's how I, if I was going to Academy of Hot huh, I'd be stealing like, I'd be stealing like soap. I'd be like, you know, oh, ksh, 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 into little baggies and <laughs> well, taking when it. I,
2: when I first started going there, we had like a printing lab and I was allowed to print there for free. And then Ooh. there was a shift where they made us start paying for it. What? And I used to print stuff there for free all the time. Time and then I had to start paying and that sucked.
0: I would, oh, damn. I yeah, would, b- is, I would make books. Work. I would, I would get my little. I would probably do that if if I got to print for free. I would take the paper, print it out four sides, and then, you know, and then uh, you know,
1: <laughs> seal the edges, make it a book, you know, sew up the little bits. I would take the paper in the copy room. I would take the the copying paper, like I would take the big loads, just because I'm like I'm paying for this, I'm paying for you this know. Paper. Th- I just, dude, you had to pay for copying.
2: Yeah, well not copy. Well I I mean I did like interior design, so it's like large format, like oh, blueprints, yeah, like blueprints, blue and, and stuff, so it's big. But it's like you know I'm Your paying students, to be here. I'm yeah. paying for the why does shortly. it have
0: to be big? Just scale draw.
2: Yeah, quarter inch. Yeah, because they want you to present on giant.
0: Oh, yeah, it's, yeah.
2: right. So that's how they make their money. Yeah. Oh. Oh, that's how. Yeah, no. I, no. Uh, they make I, their money every way they can. Every.
0: Wow. Yeah. Ed- education. Dude. But yeah. I mean,
2: there's some cool people there. Like I had, I, m- the other thing I really liked about going to the Academy of FART is that uh, I got to try a lot of different stuff. And like I mentioned, I get bored. So my major was interior design, but I got to do all different kinds of printmaking and all this other stuff that was really interesting to me. Cool. And those are the p- classes where I met people, like the teachers and that did those more fine art things were really great and they would you know they'd say come into the lab after you graduate come into the lab you can use the silkscreen lab you can use oh, it so there are nice. people you know fighting the good fight if you will who actually want you to just you know make stuff and they're not trying to take your money but right. mostly they're trying to mostly
1: take your they're money. trying yeah. to take your money yeah. oh. but it's awesome that you know I, I would have to say that you know meeting people in that kind of environment and some of those people they're not a lot of them are pretentious well the ones I never came up in contact with but they're willing to like help and share yeah. and kind of like throw ideas once you know you break the ice of like that awkwardness that you have yeah. when you're you know going to a new school or especially art school because everyone's always looking at each other like what are you about yeah.
2: Yeah. yeah well you know you come from like high school or whatever where you were the best artist and then you show up and everyone's the best artist and you're like well I ain't shit. It. Like, wow. just, yeah, but I, I mean, I don't, and since it is open enrollment, you are with, you're next to all kinds of people like incredibly talented international students who had amazing art education, and then like, people who just didn't know what else to do who got like the other thing is they have sports and they would they right were, it's so funny the oh, one really weird yeah the guy who Our lives in my
0: building yeah he <laughs> played he got a he got a um a scholarship for basketball yeah they and i a was a like team? i'm like yeah. you're on the academy of art basketball team he's like yeah, yeah I'm, and i'm doing photography and i i saw yeah. he really just yeah. likes to take pictures of pretty girls that's why right. he's like i'm gonna be a photographer that's the thing is
2: they, yeah it's like a, it's they draw people like that who aren't necessarily even that interested in art on their own own and it's like hey well you can come to school here for free and play basketball or whatever and I mean I don't know a lot of those people pick like acting or something not to belittle acting but right yeah I uh, I'm just like okay you aren't really here for the art you're just here because you didn't know where to go to school and you like sports. Wow. But, I don't know and I would be in the, like the I lived in student housing for like a semester and I went to the food like the dining hall or whatever and they would always try to recruit me for the basketball team because I'm very tall. Right. And I'm just like I don't want. But you're in
0: college if you haven't played basketball by now. Yeah. I'm like. I what would are have they going to train you to do? Stand yeah. there and put your arms in the air. Before like, it's art. I'm tall. <laughs> yeah. No, That's not my <laughs> that's thing. Crazy. Um, So, so back to dope, dope, dope. Yeah. Uh, What is this show about? What the show that's going to be here at Mutiny Radio? What is the? Tell us about what's going to be happening.
2: It's called Bad News, and it's all about negative media influence and how saturated we are as a society, and how it affects us personally. You know. Whoa. Uh, Whoa. Right. Yeah all about i mean it's and we're kind of coming at it from every direction because there's you know news and social media yeah advertising and fashion
0: we uh we have a digital projector maybe we could just have the uh you know the debates from monday on a loop yes
2: (laughs) yes we will actually be having a video installation which will be cool sweet um yeah but it's it's coming from every angle like i said i mean we've got really political statements we've got some illustrations of like re-drawn from photos from the Vietnam War that were oh. taken by dead people from the Vietnam I mean it's whoa and that like all the way over to like body shaming and celebrity culture and whoa stuff. So, yeah just kind of a abroad Wow sometimes. well and you
0: know what that's I mean but that's the thing is that um, we are when you do take pictures of dead people it's like objectifying the death objectifying the yeah. war almost and then yeah. but we still objectify our own bodies in yeah. such strange ways. I guess anything that's behind a camera lens is somehow objectified. You're turning it into a literal object, a a photograph of something. You take something real and you put it you make it an object yeah so it is literal objectification yeah the object with the subject I'm, that's I'm, right I'm 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 blowing my own mind lately like I'm like damn damn <laughs> can I tell you can I tell you guys my new theory that I just figured out that it's cool. totally changing I have to yes, bring up please. the pictures for you guys <laughs> this is how I know that everyone's been lying they've been lying to us They've been lying to us, and and I believe now in uh, the lizard people. Yeah. Um, Okay. So check this check this out. T Rex, right? Uh Everybody thinks it's got these big beefy legs and Uh these little tiny arms and this. Okay. They put the bones back together wrong. What? I've been staring. I've been staring. I'm. I'm going to show you the images, and it's going to blow your mind. t-rex bones if i show you guys this it's gonna blow your mind so okay come look come look okay so when you look at the t-rex skeleton everything is it has all these little backbones and they're all their own little segmented jointed things but all of a sudden here is this huge hip bone on the back why and when you have that that's why they think oh it's it's leaning over. But why, why would it have an open rib cage with nothing here and have this big hip bone on the back when this is obviously a whole segmented back thing like a snake, right? And then there's this weird thing underneath like this. Look at this one. See this weird thing underneath? So this, it's upside down. This, the hip bone, that is a breast bone. I have deboned thousands of birds, and when you debone a bird, there's a breastbone, there's a thing there. There's no empty space underneath the ribcage, nay. This hip part was upside down and it was under here. These tiny weird little legs, Forearms? That's the leg. They attached it up here. But if you have this upside down here, then these tiny little legs become longer. Not tiny weird little tiny arms. No, they're its legs. So these were its big beefy wings. We have it all like walking on these big. No, it was those were its wings. This was its backbone. That's what you know held it together from above. And it was snake-like and weird. It was a dragon. Why do we have all of these dragon mythologies and they say there were no real dragons? Yeah. Because we put the bones back together, wrong! Oh, it's man. a T-Rex. Are, am I blowing your mind? It's, yeah, so, I'm sold. So what, I mean,
1: okay, where, you, where can, did you even can even look- enlightenment from? Yeah, where did you, did you just come I'm just, with this? I'm curious. Okay,
0: so last week on um, Some Call Me Tim, which is the uh, show after this, uh, Tim Pizza just mentioned, he was like, oh, they put the bones back together wrong, about a couple different things, like a brontosaurus. We know brontosaurus didn't exist. It was like a paleolithicolus or a something else. Yeah. It was two of them put together, and they put the bones back together wrong, cause we know they've done it before. But then it was like, it's the hubris of man. Of course the biggest dinosaur would walk on two legs and have little arms oh, like we yeah. do. Of course they would, because it was the biggest, strongest thing, and we're men, and yeah. we put it back together. So of course it stands on two like. The hippo. Why? Why would there be something protecting its back? Yeah. Especially when, and it's cage to be open. Because look at those things that have all the spikes when you, on the when tails. your yeah. insides
1: fall out, that's the point of right. the boy, your yeah. bones. Right. Because if they protect your insides and what have you. And
0: if it was big and it was towering over everybody and you have one of those things with a spiky tail and it hits you in the <laughs> breast, you're dead. Yeah. So what it was, it was a breastbone. And Mm. then, because this is the thing. This is why I think it's so crazy. It's this long, weird thing that they've got attaching to the back. And underneath it are all its little rib, all its little bones, its backbones, its its vertebrae. Why would this part of the vertebrae be protected when underneath it's not? Because because humans are assholes yeah. and we put it in our image we create god in our image yeah. we create dinosaurs in our image uh, we make everything in our image so the idea was a seed from last week and i've just been perseverating on i've, it I've, all I've
1: always thought about this even when i was a kid because i used to be obsessed with dinosaurs and i always did wonder like why you know the bones aren't connecting to like where your heart your liver your spleen yeah. everything is and i remember i asked my teacher that and, you know, but, you know, I was sold to the fact of, like, well, that's just the way it is. And, yeah. But, I, you know, that would totally make sense. It totally makes sense. Because, I mean, think about it. No living thing. I mean, the majority of living things cannot. They have to have their bones to hold something together. Yeah. Right. Snakes have bones, goddammit. Yeah. <laughs> you
2: know I mean? But
1: so if, if <laughs> you like, look. And, and there it, are slithery they, creatures. They call it this. They, they
0: call that thing on the top of it. They call it an ileum and then they've got this other thing, and they call it a pubis down here, like saying that this is its pubic bone, because they're thinking of our hips, our 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 structure, and if you flip it upside down, it makes so much more sense, because then you move those little front legs back, and they come off of the thing that makes them fly. I, I, and of course, because there wouldn't be any feathers, because it wouldn't s- like solidify, it wouldn't fossilize, mm-hmm. and the reason we put it back together long is we never found them in this way because it, they were temperate. We didn't get the whole body; we just got yeah. the bones. It wasn't like you know the the woolly mammoths, and it drops into the ice cave and oh. freezes the whole thing, right? Okay. Anyways, this so this is this is me this week dealing with this and trying to convince people that I'm, am I. Am I truly smarter than every single person on the planet that I figured this shit out, that I can look at it and be like, of course it's this way, and nobody's thought of this? This makes me crazy, (laughs) that nobody's thought of this. It makes me feel like, like, you know, uh, I don't know how it makes w- me feel, but it's it's I'm crazy about it right now. I'm just like,
2: ah, oh, I oh, feel thank like thank you for a sharing. It's food for thought. Uh, yeah.
0: What if we,
1: that's the Pre-historic thing. Prehistoric history. Yeah. But
0: like 500 years un- ago, we thought the un- world was flat. Unearthed. And everybody was like, of course the world is flat. Yeah. Of course it is. Oh, you believe that it's not, you heretic? Yeah. Kill him. Kill Aristotle or whoever we killed because they <laughs> believed. Harris. And I don't know who we kill. Socrates? <laughs> who do we kill? We kill everybody. <laughs> (laughs) (laughs)
1: That's Greek mythology. Aristotle? No, Aristotle Aristotle. was a guy. He was a... Not Aristotle, but... um, But people thought the world was flat all the way up to, like, the 16th century. Yeah. Yeah, They're going to fall off the edge, you crazy Copernicus.
0: Uh, <laughs> I'm just I'm just picking up names I from know, my background. I have no idea if any of this right.
2: is true. Okay, you've got to be right. I,
1: I, that's the problem. Leonardo <laughs> is like, DiCaprio. No, I hate Leonardo DiCaprio. Oh, da Vinci, no, I yeah. mean. Yeah. yeah.
0: No, but, so, but we should go. We should go back to dope, dope, dope. I'm sorry. <laughs> my mind, mind blowing. So yeah, know I'm. I got I'm onto shaking. my mind blowing thing off of, but uh, that's going to be my new thing of like, if I get to talk intelligently about <laughs> photography, I'll say, well, you know, it turns it. It literally objectifies everything. Turns it into an object. <laughs> it does. So it I'm does. Trying to how does
2: that fun. make you feel?
0: Yeah. <laughs> I've always wanted to be a model. But I'm terrible yeah. at it. Every time I see the pictures of like me trying to look like, you know, how Tyra Banks wants me to look. Uh, I just look like smiles. confused or angry. because like, 'cause I'm I trying hate to having be like photo taken.
2: Unless it's like totally candid and it's just fun, then it yeah, I love that. But I
0: I can deal with candid stuff, but if pose it's for like for me baby, can't do it. Well no. and headshots, like everyone's like, Are you gonna get your headshots done? You should get headshots done I'm like ah no because I can't <laughs> imagine not? like sitting there you
2: should ah. just get a caricature at a theme park and that will be your
1: headshot <laughs> that's, that would work. That's, that, that'll that'll See, work you
2: have I'll to sit longer for that though but
1: I, I like getting my picture taken I don't care yeah I I, I practice in the mirror yeah. Nice. I think, you I, I think it's because no. The thing is, because I was I used to do improv, so oh, yeah. practicing faces and what have you is like one of the things I like to do. So, and I used to s- try to study acting. Mm-hmm. So, like, yeah, I'm one of those. I do like to be. I'm vain about it too. Yeah. The I, thing I, about yeah. acting is that you just have to memorize the
0: lines so much. That's why I like improv. <laughs> that it becomes yeah. it. You become it because you know it so well. Yeah. That it's just you're, you're the, it's the same. You know yeah, it because yeah. it's part of you. See, because, I, but it's it's just, it's if you're not like a super astute memorizer, no. it's you can't even. I mean, I wish they'd say that in acting classes. Like, if you can't memorize, just God. goodbye. God. Bye. I don't know
1: what you think you're doing. I, mean, I think it
2: helps when you're like having a conversation with someone and they're like sort of leading you. But if you're like doing a monologue, oh my god, I can't remember.
1: Right. A monologue. Oh, the, yeah, you can totally tell that the per- that person's an actor, actor, like, you know, actor, yeah. you know, because acting to me is, you know, it to me improv is it, it's the realest thing. Improv to way acting. harder, I think. Yeah, because I mean the, the fact is people have to deal with themselves and have to come up with things. They yeah. have to be sharp yeah. and on it. It's, and acting, you're just reading a script. Well, you're personifying the character that the writer is bringing out.
0: And then the the director helps guide the writer's vision into the actor. So it's really about the writer. It's about, yeah, exactly. When you're dealing with... Yeah. Well, like we acting is collaborative
2: and actor. improv is all about you. I mean, that's collaborative too, obviously. Yeah. You have to interact, but
0: do yeah, you sharp since you just brought up collaboration uh how do you guys collaborate in your in your group there's you, three of you there's so three of dope, us dope, dope and dope
2: three ladies yeah that's probably also why there's three dopes uh we're the three dopes i guess <laughs> <laughs> um <laughs> that's, awesome. that's awesome yeah i mean we we all just get together and have meetings and decide what we want to work on and we all kind of have different roles i do a lot of the graphic design for our stuff for like our social media and posters and shirts and whatever sweet kelly knows it has a ton of art connect She knows a lot of artists, so she's really great at helping to curate. I mean, we all curate the shows, and Autumn's just kind of a great event planner, so she's really good at keeping us all in line. So we all have our sort of talents that we bring together to get shit done. Yeah. But, um, yeah, I mean, we all have good ideas. We're all talented and creative, so it just works.
0: And this Saturday, you. you guys are having an opening party from 8 to 10 here at Mutiny Radio. Ooh, I thought it was 6 to 10 oh it could be six to ten i can six to ten are you ready? yeah good six to ten <laughs> I'll, I'll just tell i'll tell sounds from the street they'll be fine uh well because we can hang out during their show anyways uh and look at things and everything can be yeah. great if, if they're doing a show we can listen to it whatever but the <laughs> dj and the podcast that you guys are going to be doing yes. is from eight to ten oh, and i met the dj ollie yeah, and uh he's going to come in here and work on the ones and twos and very okay, cool for for I'm me excited. and yous and we're going to be playing
2: a lot of our friends band songs and stuff so it should be pretty cool sweet
0: and uh, probably wine music too
2: yeah oh there will be wine or beer. there we're, will I'm not, be not sure wine. which way we're going I think we're going keg but oh sweet uh, TBD stay tuned
0: TBD this weekend I'm really I'm excited about you guys coming in here and we've been having this weird discussions about art you guys are listening to the AltaCast here on mutinyradio.fm uh, lots of cool things happening here this week. On Friday night, we have a, a Pantastics comedy clubhouse uh, that's going to be a fundraiser for the station. All the comedians are paying fi- a dollar a minute. And then uh, we're going to... you People come. Give us what we need. Your money. Money. Uh, and it'll be a funny... Uh, it'll it'll be a fun, funny night. I'm gonna have a bunch of things that we're gonna uh, kind of raffle off slash give away. With you know, you can donate for them. Basically, like uh, yeah. a lot of weird art that we're gonna be doing on Friday. But then be here on Saturday yep. for the opening of Dope 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 here, all about bad news. Bad a news, which is totally happening right now. There's so much bad news. Yeah, bad absolutely. News. Yeah. How um, offended were you by the debates? <laughs> Uh, uh
2: m- mildly to very. No, <laughs> yeah, yeah, mildly
0: to very. Uh, I mean,
2: I'm not surprised by anything anymore.
0: There were two moments where I feel like Hillary could have really slammed her feminist fist down and she didn't really yeah. acknowledge them and, and I maybe because her mouth was agape because she couldn't believe that he said it. Yeah. But the first was when he acknowledged or recognized her feelings and mm. wanted to make sure that she was quote unquote happy. That was the biggest misogynist dick move he could have ever made. No yeah. other politician ever, who's a man, ever questions anyone's feelings. Yeah. He did that because yeah. he's trying to get that middle America vote. Because yeah. only some people hate black people, but everyone hates women because they're right. stupid and they need to. We need to worry about their feelings. I hate uh, worrying about my wife's feelings, guy. Worry about her damn feelings all the time. Am I right? Her stupid uh, feelings. I hate that bitch. Have uh, another baby. See what I'm saying? Because I don't want no abortion here uh, in this uh, United States. Because I'm a big Christian, and uh, a woman's place is listening to her husband and not questioning what dinosaurs look like, (laughs) if you know what I mean. These are big Christian dinosaurs, tromping Uh, around. I liked her pantsuit. I thought yeah. that she had a very. I liked her
1: red. Her I thought it was a smart
0: look. I wish she would have used. I mean, I wish she would have objectified herself. Use a little cleavage there, girl. Yeah, that's millennia yeah. it out. Give the people what they want. Give Hillary. the people what Sex they want. <laughs> yeah, sells Hillary. I,
1: Come I, on, girl. I, <laughs> I was just, I was just, I wasn't offended. I was just stunned by he admitted by not paying taxes. Oh, that's right. That's smart. Yeah. Um, and how he didn't pay one of the architects because that's just how business is. (laughs) I mean, I'm like, dude, you're like totally telling on yourself right now. Like... What, is, is the IRS listening to this shit right now? Right. This dude just admitted that yep. he didn't pay his
0: taxes. Yeah. And like, he said that he made $635 million last year, which yeah. that's why he's not showing his tax returns. because right. He's
1: he's a liar. I mean, mm-hmm. the thing is just like, because I knew he was, was going to have a, a shitty debate. Yeah. And of course I watched it. We had a drinking game over it. it oh, yeah, did you too. get alcohol poisoning? <laughs> no. I was drinking every time he said, I...
0: Because he's <laughs> such a narcissistic fuckbag that I I couldn't stop drinking.
1: Yeah. I, and the thing is, I can't believe <laughs> I can't believe even in this. And, and I, I I'm I'm kind of I don't know why Hillary did this, but when they brought out the Miss America pageant, the girl. Right, that was the mm-hmm. third
0: feminist thing she did. Yeah, take, and I was just like, on.
1: I'm I was just like, well, she could have went hard on him on that. Yeah, but the fact that. Now this is absolutely a reality show that we're bringing so uh, absolutely a, 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 a beauty show. pageant from 1996 up. But we all know how the, how much of an asshole and misogynist twat this dude is. Yeah, and I just felt that that wasn't the that wasn't the place to bring up a pageant. We could what she should have said was she should have mentioned all the women that he had like basically insulted, and you know rather than I mean I don't know. It's he could have. She could
0: have said, "You run a. Con- you've run a contest for for years that blatantly objectifies
1: women." Yeah. She could have went that route. Yeah. That, that doesn't. I mean, I mean she no, could have said. She could have talked about well how you've uh, treated what's her face from Fox she, News. She could have been, been funny and said.
0: She uh, could have been funny and said. I know. I could come and wear a bathing suit here for you guys and have you judge me that way yeah, but then Trump would probably call me ugly and fat right. like he did with Rosie O'Donnell somehow uh, and this oh, here's the other thing bringing up Rosie, Rosie O'Donnell, O'Donnell and on bringing up, I know okay like, so this once. is my theory this is my theory I think they have the same agent I think uh, that Hannity Combs <laughs> I think that Hannity Combs Rosie O'Donnell and Donald Trump all have the same agent You've which is why right. he brought them up oh in the debate. why else would he bring them up in the why would what they talk not, about Hannity Combs insane. why would they do that
1: clearly they have the same agent am I making up things do I think that T. Rex is too stupid. <laughs> he is a moron. He does. The thing is, just like I, he he knows nothing else but that. And he's it's, a tremendous moron. It's yeah. it's just even by he couldn't even. Oh my God, he could. You know what? He could have got Hillary on the 1994 crime bill. Um, but he didn't even bring that up because he didn't, he couldn't, he didn't just, even know about it I'm like you don't even know how to debate man no. it was just and like it was pathetic
0: trying to bring in trickle down theory like before she even said it's a trumped oh. up trickle down I was like
1: oh, trickle down theory and then she said that and I'm like ha ha ha, ha. we're thinking the same First way hill all, dog law and order and he's for of course he's for stop and frisk like, he didn't even oh, that was really, wow. he didn't even try to get uh, you know the I'm black and latino co- uh, community. We're its worst, word shape ever, and I'm just like, I'm like, you're not even trying to get a vote. You're not well, trying to get no women. You ain't trying to get no color people. Well, it doesn't matter you because just, we're not allowed, not allowed to vote, vote anyways. Yeah. Yeah. We're yeah. oh yeah, right. because
0: Come because on. black and Latino people are you know incarcerated. We just read the thing about yeah. about a five hundred thousand. They smoke too much pot. Yeah, yeah so they yeah. get arrested so for, it for it five times as you know, likely. God. Yeah, God. that was that was really upsetting. So, but the two feminist movement, three moments. So you first we mentioned that how does she? Second, that that thing about the pageant. The pageant. And then the, uh, the third thing was does she have the stamina, the stamina. Oh, to yeah. be... And you know what she didn't bring up? I went through labor and I birthed a
1: child. <laughs> That's... <laughs> Is
0: that not stamina? stamina? Yeah. I, I've been through labor. It's yeah. called labor for a reason. I pushed, a, I created Get and a pushed a baby out of my body. The stamina. The stamina. And then she's a secretary of state and I love what she said. Well, I've been to 112 countries and yeah. flown around the world and yeah. dealing with, you know, all these, you know, wartime things and yeah. terrible stuff. Totally doing it. No problem. How? You <laughs> want to talk about stamina? Like yeah. what's he ever done?
2: Right. Eat. Yeah, it's I like, think yeah. I'd
0: like to see like he's gonna be like, well, you know, I ran a I I this isn't true, I'm just making this up, but I ran, a, I ran a,
1: a marathon uh, in Nepal. It was all downhill. No, oh uh, <laughs> I, ran, I, ran, I went there to run a downhill. In Nepal. Yeah. And the thing, you know, the whole stamina thing. Like I even like the, for the whole time I was watching, I was tw- twattering a little bit and uh, facebooking, and I just had to say, stamina. Are we fucking? Like seriously Yeah, right. it was yeah what's oh, the big like,
2: deal She can sit in a chair I mean like, Yeah right I, Yeah I, she I don't know I don't know what's, where stamina comes in It's weird
1: Yeah that was one of those words Where I'm like I know where you're with this You nasty yeah. old fat fuck
2: Yeah what how, What stamina do you have Well Rachel? what he like, kept talking exactly. about The
0: undercurrent to his entire speech uh, speeches, all of them all tie back to one thing. Uh, that his dick is tremendously sized, yeah. both in length and in girth. Yeah. Okay. He wanted to mention the Koch brothers, just because they're uh, under the same contract, I'm sure. And he <laughs> wanted to mention his coke can dick yeah. in order to, you know, give them some representation on the show as well. Yeah. On the show, you see, <laughs> the on the show. reality on show. The show. But he didn't want to mention the Koch brothers too much, but, you know, the entire thing was about how enormous <laughs> his it cock is. is. Yeah. Yes, that's yeah. Exactly Both what it was. length and girth. Wrong, Actually, walked away wrong. wrong, wrong, wrong. Every time he, inter- wrong. I couldn't believe that the moderator couldn't get him under control. Oh,
2: I know. Uh, you, your time has expired. Your yeah. time has expired. Yeah,
0: just- he keeps interrupting. You're not allowed to interrupt. That's yeah. the whole thing about a debate is you have That's to be patient and listen to the other person. You don't interrupt and just say whatever you want to say during a debate. He's never even been in a debate because he never <laughs> was even in debate school. He never did any
1: politics. I don't even think he passed, like, 12th grade. I think he got. I, he, I don't think he, I part of me, does with what his uh, vocabulary. His vocabulary, his vocabulary and how he enunciates and pronunciates things, yeah. no, I don't think, I, I agree with you. I don't think he went any further than I, 12th grade. Yeah, I don't bad. think that he... Because it's going to be great, beautiful, yeah. huge, because those are the only words I know. It's true. I don't explain. It's just beautiful. Oh, God.
0: It, the thing that just makes me so sad is that uh, <laughs> ass white he people. doesn't uh. know anything about politics.
1: <laughs> no. Yeah, He's
0: no. never held a political office. And the concept that we're still talking about this and that he could actually... Actually, win scares the
1: bejesus out of me. I don't understand these. I'm. Oh, the. Your people. My people. Your guys' people. I don't get it. I don't. I don't get. Those actually, those aren't your people. I I'm don't sorry. even know what people. No one's my people anymore. If he's yeah, right. if he's
0: honestly elected, I I do. I have to leave the country. Yeah. I'm going to be either. I'm going I'm to love Canada. It's going to be gorgeous. Well, I'm going to teach in either South Korea or Ooh. maybe China, where the enemy is, because you know yeah. what they oh, are taking. Oh, China! They're taking all the, our jobs. The top, they're taking all our teaching jobs. Right. In China? No, they want me.
1: <laughs> they want me to teach in China. I'm not fucking. Every, them. They want me. Every time he said China, yeah. I was just like, what the fear. Fuck? Yeah, we play, Mexicans, we like, Mexicans we are taking our top beer. China, China and chug.
2: Cheers in China. That's what our <laughs> We lived together to we watched the debate. Yeah, we, it was great. We were
0: drunk. Cheers to China. It's yeah. it's it was just wow. like, you know. Cheers and China. Cheers and
1: China. I don't understand how people in the Republican uh Senate they trying to interview them after the debates and they said it was very interesting. Like, no, your boy fucked up. Do, can- you, do you think that people think? I don't think he lost. I think that middle America saw exactly what they wanted lo- to see. Yeah. He lost. No. No. He what lost.
0: America saw. They, okay. What America saw was a white man being able to interrupt a woman, yeah. and her not being able to either do what he was doing or even the moderator, who was blackish looking.
1: Yeah. Neither, one them, black-ish looking. neither
0: one uh. of them. Neither uh, one of them really addressed. He never really addressed an actual question. No, he yeah. didn't. She, the, her racism question, she was like, uh, I wasn't expecting this one. Yeah. <laughs> but... I don't think she was expecting. I don't I don't like I her think, answer on racism, but I'm like, how do you say? But what I think what Middle America took away from it was she used look too how many powerful words. he yeah. is and how he was interrupting her and she couldn't do anything about it. Yeah. He's going to do that to them Chinese people. He must have great stamina. He must have great stamina. Yeah. He's got, oh, well, he's going to get our jaws back from those Mexicans. Uh, those Mexicans uh, that are taking all even, our jobs because just, it couldn't possibly be us or how we're not like
1: educated or know how to it, do things. Uh, I don't uh, read very well. Couldn't be. <laughs> no, (laughs) The thing is, Donald Trump
2: reads very well.
1: No, no, (laughs) no, of course not. No, books, no, no. The thing is, it's just like, I'm just surprised. No, I'm not surprised. I'm from middle America, and it's just like, if they hear someone not like not paying their taxes or like gloating about that, we we used to get really pissed off and turned off on that. I don't know what kind of Kool Aid these people are drinking, yeah, but the fact that this man just actually said that that's smart that I didn't pay my taxes that I found a way around it some kind of loophole he's gonna do the same shit to you for everybody for
0: everyone who doesn't pay a dollar for the work that they didn't do someone doesn't get a dollar for work they did yeah like someone's doing like someone's picking that up when he doesn't have to pay his taxes when he when his Taj Mahal went down and he fired 4500 people on one day and they all lost their jobs and he sits there and talks about job creation
1: yeah Thank you. Yeah. He's going to bring jobs back? No. Statistics show.
0: Statistics show (laughs) that he personally has ended a lot of jobs. Yeah. Anyways, I'm glad we were all thoroughly disappointed by that train wreck (laughs) that happened on Monday. We watched it here at the station, and we had projected it on the wall, and um, we had seven microphones out, and I... Couldn't stop yelling. I, I had to leave for a while. Could. I couldn't stop yelling. I had to smoke yeah. a cigarette. I was freaking. Yeah. and then I'd come back in and I would just start screaming. I was just screaming. Yeah, we took
2: it to my roof and smoked cigarettes and drank wine on the roof because we couldn't be indoors. Because yeah. you yeah. we were watching it on the phone. Yeah. It oh yeah.
0: <laughs> so it's it, we're, we're so postmodern. We're I think, it
1: but on. Oh, yeah. I think though, I took away from it that there. I think. I think she got uh, gained a little bit more voters too because she was a- able to answer questions, and you also got to see her choke up during the whole NAFTA. He kind of he kind of got her a little bit on the NAFTA thing. Um, and because she kept going around in circles. Right. Well, she yeah. she knows you know. about trade, but... Yeah. So, I mean... He doesn't know anything about trade. But tr- he doesn't know shit from Shinola, yeah. so... Yeah, absolutely. But I, I just found it very interesting. And I like the fact that most people were watching this and tuned into their TV and paying attention because they know that, okay, this shit's important. <laughs> like, we've got Dirtbag and uh, Cunty McCutness. Right. You know? Well, so she's, like she's
0: kind of a fascist, too, but yeah, in exactly. a little, I mean...
1: But you just You know, we might. Well, the problem is,
0: either we go to war with the whole world because Trump's an idiot, or we just go to war with Iran because Uh, (laughs) Hill (laughs) Dog wants because Hill Dog wants Iran. Iran, Uh, Iran. why? I don't. Why do we have to be worried about the Muslim extremists? I. I, we just want to we, anger them even more if yeah. we could just that's um, what
1: this is yeah I,
0: they're people they're people yeah. we don't
1: need to i think no the one
0: thing nobody uh, addressed and it was sad was that um because of the policies that hillary was involved with when she was secretary of state, we now have four million and more Syrian refugees that are flooding into Europe. Now the thing that Europe is like, fuck you guys, is that we haven't done shit. I think we've taken like less than 2,000. 10,000. 10,000, we've taken 10,000. So. That's a drop in the bucket compared to the 4 million people that have, that's like half of LA. That's like half of LA just deciding like, hey, let's go to a fish concert. (laughs) Let's all go to a fish concert in Montana where there's like no, there's no water for us. There's Um, no tent. I forgot a tent. Cause I'm, (laughs) I don't have a fucking tent. Okay. that's Just imagine half of LA going on tour and saying, hey, San Francisco, we're staying here now. And San Francisco's but,
1: like, we don't got room and, for you. Yeah, and they're
0: uh, like, well, you got to take us. Well, it's uh-huh. also a
1: domino effect because we see what's going on in Europe right now, which is fucking scary. And then what happened in, you know, the UK with the Brexit because uh-huh. of that. Yeah. You know, so it's 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 a trickle-down theory. Trickle <laughs> the shit will trickle downhill. Yeah. And the thing That's is, true. and we're getting ours in our, you know, in our American fashion you know we're getting ours in our own way you know and the thing is it's just like you know i don't think so
0: we're not getting any refugees oh no i think we should take at least a million i think
1: that right one of the one of them should say hey no no we're killing each other even more that's what it is. We're we're, we're on we're crazy over here. So we we don't need we don't we, the thing is we don't need the refugees and terrorists. We're just killing each other no matter what. So see the thing. this or, is I mean, the thing. or I mean the and the you know who's the terrorist over here? The police. So.
0: M- misappropriation of funds. All right. <laughs> every every time you get a thing in the mail and it's a huge thing and it says Hillary or it says Trump or it says 64 or it says whatever. We got to think that that costs a dollar. It's got to, right? It's a big piece of paper. It's kind of thick cardboard. It's color on both sides. And there's a damn stamp on it, meaning that it's getting to your door and everyone else's door or mailbox and going right into the recycling. And it costs, let's say, let's have a conservative estimate and say it only costs 50 cents. 50 cents for the paper, the ink, the, the sending it to everybody which is a low low estimate because stamps are like 60 cents now right
1: yeah so damn that's hot let's say all that
0: happens and in san francisco there are one million people and all those one million okay so that's five hundred thousand dollars or depending if it's 50 cents or one million for one piece of paper that comes into your your house.
2: Yeah.
0: How many pieces of paper like that come into your house? Yeah. And why are we spending our money like that? For nothing. Nothing happens. It's just you're voting on something. Why can't we take real money and put it into real things? Like, why can't we have yurts made of felt for people that are homeless in our city? Why do we have well, almost 5,000 homeless? I think it's
1: actually six now. It used to be four, and I think it's six. Why do we have 6,000 well, homeless people in our city? Uh, well, Trump said um, our airports are like third world countries. So, oh my God. <laughs> I, I know know it more doesn't more make any sense. Dollars. What does that mean? <laughs> what does it even mean? I just th- I just I don't I just had to throw that out. He's there. He, it doesn't <laughs> the, the
0: thing is that if there, if we could appropriate our funds. Okay, so let's say Proposition 64 goes through. Let's say we have all this new tax money. Where's it going to go? Like it could go to all kinds of things. But I, I want to see sure. I want to see schools being built. I want to see after school programs for free i want to see head start programs you know i want to see more money on the ebt card i'd love to see more money on my (laughs) ebt card but if you if you have if you invest in head start programs kids that have preschool from three to five years old do so they're they're so much more prepared for school and We need to be preparing all of our yes. We need to be making reading fun again. We need to be taking children away from the babysitter TV thing and away from their cell phones and giving them like education, after school programs, social interaction with all kinds of kids, so they don't think that you know. Well, all I know are all I know. uh, All I know are this type of person because we're all you know spread. People it just we're all me people. Of
2: the show we're doing, it's like social media has just turned us all into weird bad communicators like selling a glossy Thank image you. of ourselves. Thank and it's you. like and it's happening to kids. Yeah. It's yeah. not just oh. slutty adults. Like no, this it's, it's, it's everyone. There's and a
0: new thing called musically. Okay, so I was babysitting two 10-year-olds last Saturday night. And they were playing this thing on their cell phones called musically and it takes a snippet of a song and it slows it down and then you like lip sync to it and dance around and it sort of teaches you like basically it's 40 seconds long but it's only it turns into 20 seconds when they speed it up and it's messing with your phone and all this stuff so they're like doing this slow motion they're like singing the song over and over doing cutesy little faces and then they're like doing little dances and they're like loving it back and forth and getting people and watching each other's videos blah 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 look at our video look at that and they both say to me Pam, if you didn't have a dumb flip phone, huh, <laughs> and you had a real phone like the rest of us, uh, yeah. would you get musically on it? And I was like, you know, Daria, I got to say no. And they're like, why? And I said, because no one wants to 40, watch a 42-year-old lady dance around and lip sync to some Britney Spears song. Like, they don't want to, it. it is so, oh, it's karaoke. the weirdest, nurse's, like, you know what? a narcissist. I understand that. I do 10 hours a week of podcasting. There's no question that I am an enormous narcissist, but I know that people might want to listen to this. Yeah. They do not want to see me Lip sync into some song and my head jerking around and my showing my boobies or whatever the, whatever <laughs> I would do, they're
2: not into that. Every type of person's out there. Maybe that's
1: what we want. No, wait no. a minute, is that? this like nobody me- wants it? Wait, is this like record it or s- and stuff? Yeah, you
0: selfie or you get someone to do it for you and it what? it slows down so that you can be like, she kept make she put me in one of her videos. She's like, okay, you gotta go three when I tell you, and so I was like. Three, I did my fingers or whatever, yeah. and so she did this song something, da 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 one, two, three, and then I was number three, so she did a number one selfie, and then she did a selfie on Lyda, and then she did a selfie on me, and then she puts the video together, and so it's stuff, 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 but so it's a little bit, it's a little bit fun because it's like you're making your own videos. Right but you're also lip syncing to someone else's video and then also it's this weird like selfie thing you're doing and, and you're i just don't think it's healthy for a 10 for 10 year olds to be so into their self no it's yeah self right. filming self filming self filming like uh, that's weird. whoa that's this weird. is weird and then you think people are actually interested in it we are fucking up our children. We can't give them the idea that they're perfect and wonderful and that someone is watching them all the time and someone thinks that they're infinitely interesting and yeah. really cool yeah. because then some predator is gonna come by and be like, you're infinitely interesting and cool. And, and yeah, hand. do a, yeah. yeah, well do a, maybe do a musically and show me, sh- do you know show what nipples are chest. yet uh, or whatever? Like, I, I mean, I could see this you know being like a, t- <laughs> <laughs> you're right, it's a 10 year olds you know what nipples are yet? <laughs> show me. These poor children. We're, yeah. we're not letting them have a childhood anymore. We're saying, Perform- you're performing for someone all the time.
1: Yeah.
0: Uh, bad news, bad news. Bad news. Bad news. There's a lot of bad it's gonna news. It's going to be here. As dope as as here. As here. dope yeah. is good dope. news. Dope, yeah, dope, dope is so awesome. good news. That's right. But that's the right. show is bad news. Yeah. I can't wait. Awesome. It's going to be very cool. Yeah, that's I'm super good, uh, stoked. We're yeah. going to we're gonna load in. We're going to have a great time. We're going to work on Saturday. I'm going to hang out. I'm excited to be here. Uh, I'm really excited about the show. I'm excited to get this down. Da- We've had this yeah. one up for a long time, and it was great. And thank you, Zarathustra. And uh, if anybody wants these, we can, we're going to auction them off this uh, Friday. You want to give us a buck? <laughs> we'll take it. I mean, the one that's yeah. like, speed come, the light survives. All right. I don't oh, know yeah. if you want that on your wall, but maybe you do.
1: Maybe you do. I maybe you like do. the pain and sadness.
0: Yeah, the pain is that it's really sad. He almost looks like a clown. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I enjoy the one that's like a weird um, black dildo cock with the huge nails on it. It's at the top. It says, get. On it. A lot of like, get fucked, I think it says that. Oh, yeah. People don't ever notice. And it's so funny. I'm like, no one's noticed that that's a big, huge black dildo with this with nails on it. Oh, And, wow. I, and see, you didn't even yeah, know. I didn't People stared at it they're like, that's an interesting piece of art. And I'm oh. like, <laughs> and,
1: uh, <laughs> I like sure photography. Is. The magic or whatever. mag. Mag-yuk. Mag-yuk. Yeah.
0: And that's interesting because it sort of looks like David Bory, the comedian, <laughs> but a thin version of David Bory <laughs> doing something. it's but That's interesting art up here, but we're going to yeah. uh, come this this Friday and uh, take the art away so that on Saturday we can put the art up. bad news everybody thank yes. you so much for being here i know you have yeah. t- uh, to go to you have a job or I sell furniture oh where a uh, uh, crate and barrel all oh, right yeah. square come by furniture i from. used to uh, be a visual merchandiser at Ethan Allen oh back in yeah. the day i used to uh interior talk. yeah interior interior design yeah right uh, it was uh, okay. i always i've always enjoyed their vignettes at crate and barrel from
2: that, that fart to use.
0: well no and well salesman and all that kind of stuff too yeah. I, I was yeah. why, why i hope a, you get commissioned I, I mean
2: like one of the only people like only furniture gets commissioned. Yeah.
0: If you're yeah, a visual okay. merchandiser, they just give you a straight up uh, salary. And they moved us. The reason I left Ugh. Ethan Allen is they moved us from salary to hourly. And I was, I was like... I say, most of our like, people
2: are on hourly. I was like, hurt and my they are feelings, why don't you? Yeah. That's a whole nother thing.
0: Yeah. I was. My feelings were very hurt because when I first started working at Ethan Allen, I came from a theater background and I used to make set designs. Oh, nice. And yeah. so I set design and build. And I wasn't getting paid hardly anything. And so right. when I got the job at Ethan Allen, I was like, I'm the highest paid set designer in California. <laughs> and then... And um, after working there for three years, I was like, I'm the lowest paid (laughs) visual merchandiser in visual merchandising. Because I didn't realize that it actually is like a thing that people do for money. Yeah. I was just like, I I was so excited to be making money after being a set designer that I just, uh, they were like, ooh, a steal. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And I was was really good at my job too. But we were different. We had little tiny rooms. We were all vignettes. Yeah. And... um, it was one of the old Ethan Allen's. The new yeah. ones, they build them in a certain way where they take the creativity out. But yeah. my, my I had 18,000 square feet and it was really weirdly shaped. So yeah. I had a lot of fun space planning oh, and cool. I had to like work clearance in and uh, yeah. have it as part of vignettes and do things. in uh, the, oh. I really enjoyed visual yeah. merchandising.
2: Yeah, I, I think I would like it too, but they don't get paid as much as I do. Yeah, Because <laughs> I'm on commission, it sucks. Right. And like, I, I don't even get paid much. I'm in like...
0: Right. Ugh. Well, you gotta... Yeah. And it's different because you guys aren't like selling... Uh, sorry, we're doing this weird yeah. shop talk at the end. But uh, Ethan Allen was was like they try to sell like the whole look. They're like, we do window oh, yeah. treatments and we also do this and we do that. Yeah. And blinds. so it blinds and they could and they but and they marked it up so crazy yeah, with their yeah. windows, but, but people can kind of do it themselves. And Crate yeah. and Barrel has has good product.
1: It's good looking.
0: It yeah. lasts. It's yeah. you know, yeah. Yeah. and we. I mean, Ethan Allen used to be all made in the United States, but they moved over seventy percent of it overseas, like yeah. in the middle of it. And I'm like, you fucks hey, you liar. All their upholstery is
2: made in the U.S., but everything oh, that's else nice. is coming from somewhere right oh, really? a lot of philippines of well yeah. you
0: can't really with chairs and especially ethan allen has all of these chairs that are hand carved you could you can't afford to have american artisans do it anymore no it just you can't it would and be incredibly incredibly expensive I- yeah. yeah in a because you can't what are you going to pay so that's the thing is they moved all of it overseas and so yeah, in china gee. they're they're all but it's the thing that makes me sad is like they actually have the same skill but somehow we're able to enslave them for
1: less yeah you know?
0: Yeah, yeah. It's horrible. How
1: does that I mean yeah. that's their work their work is a valuable And just like, well, our work is valuable, but, you know, it's too valuable, so we don't want to pay you, so we'll go over here. Yeah. You know, so everyone's getting fucked in the end. Well, Well, and that's
2: another thing. Like, so we do make our sofas in the United States, and now it takes longer and longer for them to, like, our lead times are always getting longer and longer, and it's because there's nobody here still doing this. So it's like, all these people are, it's like fading away, and then eventually everything will just be imported because nobody here will know how to make a sofa anymore. Right. Uh, It's a dying, like, it's all made Street. in North Carolina and they're all just dying out because yeah. it's not a fun, glamorous job and who wants to be in North Carolina? I don't know, it might be nice. <laughs> right.
0: It's. I think, sure. I think it's I think it's a pretty place. Yeah. But it's re- having a real skill as an American, making wor- actual work and making something. Yeah. Like we pass memos around, like all the people that yeah. are like doing tech. Yeah. What are they actually yeah. doing? What are they right? actually making? Yeah. They're making programs that were, I mean, I'm so confused. I don't understand yeah. it because I don't have a smartphone.
2: So, so, so I'm like- They're making my cell phone bill high. Like that's right. all, it's, they're not <laughs> making anything. It's, it's, but it's it's, yeah. it's, it's an an, app.
1: but yeah. it's the app thank you that's yeah. what's it's not your it's that are making or like you know the you know the inventors that are making all the money now it's any inventor that creates a new app well yeah. that uh, music app yeah. yeah. you know and the thing yeah. is like it's it's not even fun anymore to like get like the latest app to me no, just because yeah, I don't care. it's just like I don't need this yeah. there's a point when there's like overload where it's just like okay there's too much you t- this I don't need all this shit I don't, I don't need, in, you know, you don't have a smartphone. but I, a My one. phone
0: doesn't even connect to the internet. It <laughs> doesn't even <laughs> connect to the internet. Who needs it? And uh. I just, I I really don't ever want it. And I'm, everyone keeps saying, especially the 10-year-olds I hang out with, you gotta get one at some point. Uh, and I'm like, thing. no, I, I don't. Because. I don't want people to know that they have access and to me 24 that, hours dude, a day. I yeah. respect I'm that. I'm not always on Facebook. Yeah. You can't yeah. always ding me. I yeah. don't check my email. I'm yeah. not going to get it. Yeah. Like, And you know what? You don't have to have access to me 24 hours a day. In Thank fact, you. I think it's unhealthy yeah. for people yeah. to, have to, to be expected to text back or to get back right away. Yeah. Yeah. Why didn't you get back right away? Like, I do. Oh, my God. That's why people can't date, I think, online because they put out a – they put out a text and they're like, Well they know, they know that I know they got it. Yeah, Ooh.
1: that's yeah. That, that's one of the reasons why I do have people get mad at me because I'm not, you know, if you haven't seen it on Facebook. I'm like, no, because I don't check my Facebook every fucking day. Yeah, I don't, I don't really check my it's Facebook just like, you every
4: time.
1: <laughs> I was but, gonna tag dope, dope, dope right now, as so I was gonna figure but, that out. Yeah. This is also the fun part of social media where you can brand yourself when you can put yourself out there a little bit more and a little bit easier and you know put any kind of like art and what have you so that's the cool part yay you know? art yes. and yay, art. and you could avoid talking to people on the phone now and saying like happy birthday you know via yeah. facebook because i don't like to talk to people all the time yeah i don't either uh, i'm a bartender i talk enough uh yeah oh well, good luck at Crate and Barrel. Have okay. fun. I oh, hope you yeah. sell, sell, sell. I hope sell that, a chair. I and hope
0: I'm that sure somebody Wednesday comes in. It's
2: gonna be really busy for me. <laughs>
0: <laughs> all right. Well, and do you we'll do, do they have the whole thing where like you get ups and the people come in the store and you have a like someone comes in the store and it's your turn, like they, oh, you have like a rotation.
2: Rotation. Uh, we have counters. We're all scheduled okay. at different counters, so it's kind of like this is where this is my turf gotcha. for the day. We'll see. Whatever. I do Sometimes I sell a bunch of stuff on Wednesday in the afternoon, and sometimes I sell nothing. So, if anyone needs a sofa, just there you go. Do you guys have a good made in
0: North Carolina. Do you have a good clearance section?
2: We do. Uh, we had a bunch of like outdoor stuff out there, but it all kind of got bought up, and we'll see. Maybe we'll get some more good stuff out there. Cool. Yeah, I love clearance.
0: Yeah. Clearance stuff is awesome. I, but the thing is, I don't need any. I still don't. I don't need any furniture right now. Oh, I see it
2: all the time, and I'm like, I should buy that. That's a great deal. No, I don't need it. I live in a studio. Right. It's I like, do too. I <laughs> what are
0: you gonna do? I you live can't. in a studio. Deep yeah, up. I have I have these really cool end tables from Ethan Allen, and I use them every day, yeah. and I love them. I dust them. makes me feel good. I makes me feel. Him. This is Ethan You're Allen. You're still
2: visual merchandising. You're I do it. Ethan I, Allen, Allen,
0: too. I, I visual merchandise my own house sometimes. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not embarrassed to bring people over. I'll say that. Oh, thank God. Yeah. Nice. Do you know? Cause you're in the city, and sometimes it's like, uh,
1: yeah. I've been in people's houses where I was like, "You let me in here?"
0: Yeah.
2: yeah. I have a tiny studio, but it is adorable. Yay yeah. The thing great. is, like,
1: yeah, you can any space you can make it beautiful and make it yours. Mm-hmm. But there's just some nasty motherfuckers out there. Yeah, that's just the it's just people being like, slobs. Yeah. Like, you want a glass of water? Absolutely not. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'd rather uh, drink out here.
0: of <laughs> drink out of the cat dish. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's a little bit cleaner. I love my kid. You let me um, in here? Cool. So give me an email. Tell me the time you guys are going to be here on Saturday. Um, right. I will meet you and we will have a good time setting up and just hanging out. Be great. Super uh, excited. Dope, 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 you guys. Yeah, this, yeah. dope, dope, dope. It's going to be an opening this weekend, but please, please, please come visit it. It's going to be here for like six weeks so yeah, you guys can here. come check it out and yeah. it's going to be amazing. It'll if be behind show, all of our you shows. Won't miss the art. Yeah. 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 Cool. All right. Thank have you. a great day. Yeah. Thanks for being here Bye. on the Alticast. <laughs> Woo Yay! Fresh dope, blood. dope, dope, Fresh dope, blood. dope, forever. Yay! We love dope. Yay! And um, bad news. And and yeah, t- terrible, terrible news. Uh, so hey, we have uh, more upcoming uh, news. You want to hear the terrible things that are happening to black people? Oh yeah, please tell me more. Yeah, yeah. What did I wake up to today? Uh, yeah. So this is from uh, Charlotte police f- uh, foment unrest and attempt to use marijuana to justify killing Keith Lamont Scott. Of course they did. Uh, black Lives Matter. This is a this is a Black Lives Matter uh, issue. Coming straight out of Drug Policy Alliance uh, yesterday, September 27th, Keith Lamont Scott is dead at the age of 43, a father of seven children with a wife of 20 years and a cognitive impairment from a motorcycle accident. Mr. Scott is gone from the earth and lost from his loved ones, invariably leaving them with unspeakable grief. Meanwhile, the city of Charlotte, North Carolina is inflamed with massive public discontent in the form of protests. So as we know, North Carolina, not only can you get a sofa, uh, you can also get some um, extreme public discontent in the form of protests. Why did Mr. Scott lose his life? Charlotte police claim he had a gun. His family said he was holding a book. Video footage released by both Scott's wife and the police is jarring and disturbing, but gives no conclusive evidence about the gun. Mm -hmm. Charlotte police stepped out with more information over the weekend to explain their use of extreme violence. They claim Scott was in possession of marijuana. At a Saturday press conference, Charlotte police chief... Kerr Putney said that police initially approached Scott because he was in possession of marijuana, but that the situation escalated when police allegedly saw Scott was also in the possession of a gun. So Keith Lamont Scott is dead because of a joint and a mystery gun, or whatever else may have been in his hand. I have pointed out again and again really, to the point of exhaustion and despair, so much that I could barely bring myself to write about this another time. This is written by uh, Sharda Sekirin. Uh, that even though the national debate is evolving about marijuana use and drug policy, police departments seem to be stuck 100 years ago when cocaine-crazed Negroes and Mexicans reefer madness were the order of the day. And the fact that police continue to reference drugs as a contributing factor in their decisions to execute people, that was done last week in the case of Terrence Crutcher in Tulsa, Oklahoma, means they are either really misinformed about drug use and public safety, scary, or blatantly using drugs to cover up their asses when they behave in racist ways, Mm -hmm. abuse their power, and kill someone, even Scarier, It is disturbing and extreme and should be making all of us sick to our stomachs. Marijuana is a substance that has been used by half of Americans, is cheerfully enjoyed throughout pop culture, and in several states is burgeoning legal commodity, like here in California. Proposition 64, vote yes. But apparently... If you're black in North Carolina, marijuana possession is also a cause for public execution. This must end. The war on drugs is a racist tool for committing human rights abuses and has been given a green light to state violence and police corruption. And we must legalize marijuana and the drug war and make every endeavor to repair the harms caused by decades of this monstrous policy. Here, here, Sharda Sakirin, yes. Managing Director of Communications for the Drug Policy Alliance
1: marijuana here here my friend really like seriously they
0: shot him they shot him and they say it was the family says it's a book and they said it's a gun and they oh he has a joint well you know i killed the black man for the joint for the joint covering their asses. It doesn't seem it's one of those things again it seems so obvious. It seems so clear and let, yet it keeps happening and we continue to allow it to happen. Yes.
1: We're we're watching public lynchings. We're, we're watching public lynchings you're except we doing with guns. Yeah, you're you're watching this is what's happening. Except now it's done by the police
0: instead of being done by the town and it being like it's the police are openly killing people. Yeah. And then covering it up and especially using, saying that, it's. you know what? So
1: what if he had some marijuana? Are you going to shoot him? You don't execute. You don't execute them. It, it, it's, it should be. And I mean, then lie. And they, you, they are covering up. You know of course they're, they're covering up. they're covering up. Oh, did you read what happened in your old city San Diego today? Oh, no, no. What happened? Oh, type in San Diego. Nothing. You, uh, this is my, this is my morning almost every day and it sucks that every morning-
0: El Cajon Cajon community outraged after fatal shooting?
1: Yeah. Wow, all right. So, it happened again. El Cajon, man. It happened again today, this time in San Diego. Yeah, El Cajon is, uh, it's kind of on the outskirts. It's on the, it's on the
0: 15 going down. Uh, Activists dismayed by the police killing of an unarmed, possibly mentally ill black man in El Cajon, California, demanded Wednesday that authorities release a video of the shooting. Oh my God, they have the shooting. I I, I can't watch this. I can't watch the video. They also want a federal probe into the man's death. As of midday Wednesday, that's today, police had released little information about the incident aside from a still photograph showing the African-American man in what authorities describe as a shooting stance facing off with two officers in a parking lot. Oh, the police have not released the man's name. No gun was found. The Reverend Shane Harris, president of San Diego chapter of the National Action Network, called releasing the photo cowardly. Harris, who said he had spoken to the dead man's family, was one of several speakers addressing reporters in front of an El Cajon police department. Now, here's the thing. Whether or not he's in this, like, shooting stance, they're close enough to see that he doesn't have a gun. In a photo from the police... Officers engage a man they said was acting erratically. We do not trust local prosecutors to investigate local police, he said, explaining the family's desire for a federal investigation. Harris questioned how police could release such a seemingly damning video while purporting to pursue all the facts and refusing to release video from witnesses and those at a nearby restaurant. We're going to show this damning photograph of what makes it look like he's holding a gun where we actually have video. But we won't show the video that shows he doesn't have a gun. Exactly. We're just going to show that. We're covering our asses again. This is, this this is,
1: this is. This is today. This is today. This is today. This is today. It's not even a full day yet. And this is what I have to wake up with. Every day. Every day you know as a person of color it's it's starting to eat me up a little bit you think you know this is but this is
0: awful that they would they would put this photo out innocent until proven guilty but here's the thing that photo that showed dead, but that's the thing is innocent until proven guilty and that man's dead he doesn't get innocent until proven guilty no. he didn't get that right he didn't get a trial he didn't get to be detained he just got he murdered get, he got murdered and they're showing evidence and and now but these two cops oh they're gonna be innocent until proven guilty they're gonna be
1: innocent i'm sure oh totally you know until not proven guilty this is their (sighs) cover-up this is what and this is what is trying to they're trying to do and and this is why you have these trump supporters and this is why you have i mean who believe everything they see and they they look at that picture they look at that picture and 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 they're like well i guess he deserved it well he shouldn't
0: have stood like he had a gun huh adding wow. i know it's it's insane adding added bishop cornelius bowser of charity <laughs> apostolic church we don't want to see a still picture of him pointing something that is not a gun the best way to move forward right now is through transparency yes citing a countywide protocol pertaining to officer involved shootings P- police chief jeff davis said tuesday he was met he was merely following guidelines In not making the video public, his department released the photo to counter disinformation, he
1: said.
0: This video is considered evidence, and until it is deemed otherwise, it will be under the control of the district attorney's office, he said not acting like himself. On Tuesday, that's a quote. On Tuesday afternoon, El Cajon police responded to a 911 call reporting an African-American man in his 30s who was behaving erratically behind a restaurant at the Broadway Village Shopping Center, Lieutenant Rob Rainsweiler said. According to the call, the man was not acting himself, like himself, and had been walking in traffic, endangering himself and motorists. The woman calling 911 claimed to be the man's sister and told the dispatcher that he was mentally ill and unarmed. Davis said, investigators have not been able to confirm if the caller was the man's sister, he said. We tried to get her to talk to us. As you can understand, she was upset. She was not cooperating with us, the chief said, asking the woman to come forward and speak to investigators. Officers did not respond to the first 911 call for 50 minutes because it did take us that long to clear officers to get out there, Davis (laughs) said. And once they arrived, the man kept his hands concealed in his pockets while pacing back and forth. As the second officer prepared a taser, the man rapidly drew an object placed in both hands on it like you would hold a firearm, and stood in a shooting stance, according to police. Davis did not say what type of object was found. Pressed on whether it was a weapon, he said it was not. There was no indication the man was under the influence of drugs or alcohol, Davis said. One officer fired his gun at the man while a second officer discharged a taser, he said. Neither officer has been identified, and both are on three-day administration leave. Better be without pay. I don't, that's not in it. I'm just saying that. The Elkhorn Police Department's homicide unit will investigate the shooting and the district attorney's office will review it, Davis said, and asked if he should consult an outside agency to invest the inf- incident. Police chief said, I trust my investigators, I trust the system, I trust the protocol, and I trust the district attorney's office and the FBI. I don't trust him.
1: Nope.
0: I don't trust him at all. Unarmed man. Murdered.
1: Again. Again. Oh, there's going to be more bodies. Let the bodies hit the floor. Let it's, the bodies hit the more. floor. And and let the, the scary bodies thing hit is, the floor. The scary thing is that could be me too. Sure. Don't stand in a don't stand in a shooting stance. You can only
0: stand in a buffalo stance. Just staying in a buffalo stance, I you to a it in that romance. No, love it, man. <laughs> I know oh, it's it, it's nothing. I mean, what else are we gonna do? We gotta joke about it because it's 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 horrific and it's awful. And the concept that Trump could be president is horrific and awful. And the concept that a man was killed this morning who was mentally ill, uh, or killed yesterday and we heard about it this morning, uh, who was mentally ill, and rather than believe in harm reduction and helping a person who is in need after a nine one one call, instead of doing that, they shot him. Why do they need to shoot him? Why couldn't they? just taser him. Why'd they even have to taser him? Why'd they even have to taser him?
1: What kind of fear? Because the thing is, these police know they can get away with this. They're lynching us, they're killing us, and it's all being shown, and they're being so sneaky, but they're not being sneaky about it.
0: They're perpetuating the fear because if they're afraid, if two white cops are afraid of a black guy, I mean, what what do I think when I walk down the street?
1: And the thing, you know, even with the Tulsa thing when that happened, you even heard the cop in the helicopter, as they're looking down at the incident, say, "Well, he looks like a scary guy." Oh, why? Because he's a big black dude, and that's that fear that has been pe- perpetuated for centuries of the fear of the African or of the black man, you know. Yeah. But it, it's just fear. Just, fear. Fear, fear, fear. Fear the Mexicans. Fear the blacks. Fear yeah. the Chinese. Fear, fear, fear. Hey. Fear wandering. Hey, fear Muslims. Fear Muslims. Fear, fear, fear. Yeah. It, it's just like, I. we're getting lynched. Um, Mexicans are, or Latinos are getting, you know, pushed out. Pushed, you know, getting a wall between. Uh, Muslims are getting terrorized. <laughs> and yeah. women are getting pushed back into the kitchen. Right. Push, push the women. Yeah. It sounds like the '50s to me. I mean, I'm like, if this is like what that period I kind of fascism. felt like, I just love it. I if love that fascism. period kind of felt like, I don't like that feel. You know, seeing the seeing this and seeing all this hate, and seeing people that just don't understand, who just don't get it. Like these people are murdering human beings. How can you take a side for that? There is no side. Yeah. There is no side for killing an innocent human being just because of what they look like or what kind of fear perception that you were raised with. Yeah. Yeah. You know, this idea in our head that it makes us fear the scary the boogeyman the scary black guy when the people that you should be scared of are people like donald trump yes those are the real boogeyman or the people on wall street yes. or the ceo of wells fargo those are the scary guys because they're the ones taking from you ain't yeah. no big scary black guy gonna take from you oh wait the media helps by portraying us as robbers and thieves yes all right so we're we're gonna we're gonna rob you and steal you your house and kidnap kidnap your kids and, and rape your white girls and all this. No, actually, the scary guy is the one that a lot of people will be voting for. That's the rapist. That's that's the scary one. He's the one that's robbing you. He's the one that's stealing from you. And y'all just eating it up. Eating it up. Y'all eating it up. You guys are drinking the Kool Aid. Drinking the Kool Aid. He's like the modern-day Jim Jones. If he told y'all to drink some Kool-Aid, y'all would and, do and it. I, and I, I honestly believe that people are, they, they still, they
0: like the way he talks, and they, they, think, they think it's a good idea. Speaking of good ideas, uh, I don't know if you think this is a good idea or not, and, and this is Proposition 60 that is on the ballot for Ooh. us coming up, and it is about sex. We have a little um, thing here on our, it was left on our um, board here, and it says Save Sex, Proposition 60. Now, I didn't even know about this. The uh, initiative in Prop 60 is about porn. Uh, So it's using, uh, requires performers in adult films to use condoms Condoms. during filming of sexual intercourse. Requires producers of adult films to pay for performer vaccinations, testing, and medical examinations related to sexually transmitted infections. Requires producers of adult films to abstain hate state health license and to post condom requirement at film sites. Imposes liability on producers for violations on certain distributors, on performers, if they have a financial interest in the film involved. And on talent agents who knowingly refer performers to non-complying producers. Permit state... Performers or any state resident to enforce violations. What wow. do you think? What do you
1: think about making porn people use condoms? Um, okay, I'm gonna tell you the truth. I really don't like condoms in my porn. But but it's a it's a it's a health factor. It's a health factor. I, I totally understand why. What you if know. they're just paying
0: for STD stuff. Or maybe they have to get tested every two weeks or something. Oh
1: yeah, I think that's. I think that's awesome. But but the condoms. You say n- con- nay on the condoms. I, no, I'm. I'm saying. I'm. I'm saying. I. I, I kind of agree with the condom thing, health wise. But honestly, I'm saying as a, por- a person that watches porn, I don't like seeing condoms in my in my porn. Right. But that's. But that's nothing compared to someone's health. So I, I totally understand why, you know, I kind of agree with the fact of the condoms. Health-wise, rather than just visual-wise, I, I take health over visual. I really think that uh, dudes who
0: actually read this, they're, they know condoms. I'm telling you, people, oh. they're like, I would say, oh, oh, every I don't watch porn, particularly myself. I kind of agree with
1: where you're going with But it, so everyone who is who sees it is gonna be like, no condoms. A lot of males who do not like condoms, I, well, I see No them. man likes condoms. Yeah. No men, no man anywhere is like, I really like condoms. It's always the woman that has to remind the dude. Right, because
0: they're like, everyone wants to raw dog it, of course they do. And just don't want to have your vagina on the raw dog like well oh
1: but God, i mean I, be okay i am a porn connoisseur so i mean i love pornography and i i really despise condoms in in the film but i've i've seen some and i was just like oh there's a condom before it used to like be like ew what the fuck why does this have a condom in it but it was just all visual and you know the thing is with the condoms nowadays, like, you know, there still is HIV. That shit's still around. It ain't going nowhere. That's you true. know, there's other viruses and herpes and what have you. So on a health note, the condoms, I, I can see, yeah, why not? I can get used to seeing people fuck with the condoms. Well, and, and from, a, from a perspective of uh,
0: health, it's important since people of younger and younger ages are starting to watch porn on their phones and it's so ubiquitous in our culture that when they don't see any condoms used yeah, and that's how they're learning they about make- sex, a, it's like that sucks that that's how they're learning about sex because it definitely is... It takes there's away. like a, I think that they don't have the critical eye to be able to be like, look, I'm objectifying women on purpose. I mean... I, but... I mean, a lot of it is really dehumanizing and de... It's acting. It's Some of it's is acting. A lot of guys... Some of it is acting. Some of it is girls on heroin that are just getting fucked in the ass because other oh, yeah. guys like to watch someone be subjugated and be out of their minds and be like, fuck my butt.
1: I stay away from those sites. Yeah.
0: yeah. <laughs> but what I'm saying is that that exists too. And if you've, right. got, if you've got a young man who really likes to touch his dick a lot, which is every young man, they... I, maybe they should see some condoms so that they have a realistic idea of yeah. what sex is like because they're the ones that I'm worried about. They're, I'm not worried Absolutely. about the porn actors and them like getting AIDS or having a baby. I'm not real concerned about them. What I'm concerned about is what we tell the visual audience about what it's okay and not okay to do to women or to do to people in a sexual way. Now. If you're an adult and you're a consenting adult, go do what you gotta do, have fun. Do it, you know what, pee on people. Do what you gotta, I don't know, and that's not even that bad. I mean, To mean, each other, fine, great, good times. But what I'm saying is if you're an 11-year-old with a iPhone and you suddenly have access to all of this stuff and you never see condoms, the first time that you put your pee-pee inside a girl's hoo-hoo, chances are you aren't gonna be thinking about the condom.
1: That's true. No, that's a valid point. That's the only reason that I would say...
0: That's the only reason why I would say condoms. Uh, Because
1: otherwise, they're consenting adults. They're getting paid for it. uh, Whatever. But, I mean... yeah, I think visually, and that's what's really important. That's why people do watch porn for visual reasons and stimulation. So I, I do see that factor of where you're coming from of like, you know, because young boys, you know, they don't look at the dirty mags or find the VHS anymore. It's just go to your iPhone. That's right. It's that simple. And I can tell you where the, they tell me where the site's, where I need to go. Yeah, so mean, no, exactly I, I, I totally agree. That's why, you know, health-wise... You know, I, I yeah. let we're gonna, for gonna it. read we're gonna read the
0: what they say that the, the pros and cons. Okay, the rebuttal. All right. This is, this is gonna be good. The rebuttal to argument against Proposition 60. Make no mistake about who opposes Prop 60. It's the greedy porn producers. They routinely put adult film performers' safety and health at risk by forcing them to perform without condoms. That's the, I think that's a choice on the performers. Recent studies found that one in four performers have been sick with seriously, serious sexual transmitted, sexually transmitted diseases. Fear. Nobody should have to risk getting a serious disease to keep their job. The profits before safety law breaking in the adult film industry is well documented. Californians, California safety and health officials have issued hundreds of thousands of dollars in citations against nearly two dozen pornographers for violating rules that clearly require condoms in adult films. Um, OSHA officials have been frequently blocked by loopholes and enforcement limitations. Prop 60 will close the loopholes and strengthen Cal OSHA's ability to enforce the existing law. This is about fairness and responsibility. Prop sixty is supported by numerous medical and public health organizations, including California st- blah, 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 blah. Pornographers have abused performers for far too long. See, that that's so funny. They're saying that they're being abused. I don't think they're being abused. Um the porn actors? Yeah, I don't think the porn actors are being abused.
1: They're not being abused.
0: Yeah. I don't I don't know how I feel about it. I I don't even know if I don't even know if I'll vote on that one Because I honestly don't care Because I don't watch porn I'm like Doesn't affect me (laughs) Yeah, doesn't affect me. Definitely voting on 64 yes, even though all of the growers I know are like, oh, we really don't want that. And I understand, you it's know, limitations be. on water and the, the tax is going to be nine twenty-five an ounce for flowers, and two twenty-five an ounce for leaf, and that doesn't get passed on to the distributors. That's going to be from the, the government taxing directly to the growers for every ounce. So. That's going to raise the price and it's going to move on you know, to the distributors who will have to pay at the, the medical dispensaries and then that'll get passed on to the consumer. But because it's going to go legal and it'll be so ubiquitous, the only people that are really going to lose money are the growers, especially if we put into this effect like you have to be monitoring your water which they should be anyways they shouldn't be able to just willy nilly use as much water as they want we are in a drought yeah. it is a great cash crop though so it's like we need to enforce So and I mean I keep seeing jobs. I keep seeing jobs, too. I see jobs. I see myself working for the marijuana. Yeah. Bureau of Marijuana is what I see. Exactly. As long as Trump is not reelected, I think it'll be okay.
1: I mean, that's the thing. It's a whole new industry. And it's a healthy one. It's a healthy one. It's not a toxic one. I mean, until, like, if you end up getting, you know, the government involved in their make them making it toxic somehow some way
0: we actually just got a video about prop 64 from yeah. our lady on the inside melissa moore from drug policy alliance drug policy alliance drugs,
1: drugs, drugs,
0: uh here we go this is uh you the four for me? switch three and four This is a two-minute piece spotlighting how drug possession and particularly discriminatory marijuana law enforcement is used to criminalize people of color and how the criminal justice and sentencing reforms contained in Prop 64, the Use of Adult Marijuana Act, will set us on a new path in reducing mass incarceration.
5: As marijuana is illegal, it will be used to criminalize people of color. Blacks, whites, and Latinos use marijuana at roughly the same rates. But in California today, blacks are four times more likely to be charged with marijuana possession than whites. Latinos almost two times more likely. Now we all know that innocuous things have been used to arrest and criminalize people of color. Marijuana is no exception. This little plant has a racialized history and has consistently been used to pack the criminal justice system. With black and brown Americans. Public enemy number one in the United States is drug abuse. Just say no to drugs.
1: The war on drugs had a hidden purpose. President Nixon saw the drug crackdown as a way to arrest blacks and anti war protesters
3: to prison for drug use are predominantly folks of color and people who are low-income. Let me see some hands. Countless lives have been ruined for the use of a substance that a majority of Americans now think should be legal.
5: To me, it's completely silly and ridiculous that it's criminalized at the federal level. This has gone on for far too long. In California, they leave it up to the police to decide who was possessing and who was selling. Holy which is the difference between an infraction and a felony. You know, traumatizing people is not deterring crime or stopping crime.
3: Put it down, bro. Put the down. Down!
5: The good news is Prop 64 can help start us on a new path. Here are some of the things Prop 64 lays out. It makes the possession and use of marijuana legal for adults. It ends the incarceration of minors for marijuana violations. It invests millions of dollars in services for our communities it's affected by the war on drugs. Overall, marijuana arrests decreased by more than 80% in Washington, Colorado and D.C. after marijuana was legalized.
1: We ought to be uh, learning what we can from those states.
5: We have to own up to the fact we spent 40 years drumming the beat of this war on drugs, and we wasted a trillion dollars, and I think this is where you start. With one vote, we can start to put an end to this criminalization. Vote yes on Prop 64.
0: Help make marijuana legal! Yay!
1: So there you go. Vote yes, you guys. I know it's gonna pass. It's I gonna hope so. Th- it's gonna go through. Probably not in Orange County.
0: Honestly, <laughs> the only people yeah. that I know that are upset about it are growers. That's it. They're the
1: only ones. Well, they're. If that's the case, they're upset about it for selfish reasons because it's more more yeah. to it than that. It's more. It's more to it than that. I know it's a lot more to it. You, it's you it's all it's, have it's, a it's, it's
0: it's reversing the sentences of people who have been uh, demonized for this amazing plant. And so in solidarity, brotherhood, let your brothers out of jail yeah. who have been before you, who have been who were the growers, exactly. who have been who are still in jail. The people who have moved marijuana from this state maybe to another state or, and are in a federal prison exactly. for something that should not be an actual crime. No. It shouldn't be a felony. It shouldn't even be a misdemeanor. It's something that we widely say, hey, it's great.
1: Yeah, we love What it. are we doing? I, I, I can't see anyone not like, I mean. Yeah, and it doesn't make you dumb, because I came up with the T-Rex theory.
0: <laughs> I've got proof. I show you. How are we not seeing this? <laughs> Marijuana makes it possible to see things that have not, that for you know hundreds of years we believed is truth, and suddenly we're going like, oh, maybe that's not the way things were. Uh, and that, and that's really what what happens is that people believe things for hundreds of years, or we somehow create this centuries. Belief. Centuries. <laughs> centuries. We create this, and we're still dealing with this weird belief. Where did it come from? And every time they bring it up in the Bible, it makes me crazy. That <laughs> the there were three sons of Noah, and that um, the one son of Noah, when Noah was drunk and naked, and he stared at his dad, and the other two covered him up, and they were like, "Don't look at his naked wee wee and his drunkenness," and the one who did see his father in his drunkenness was forever um, deemed by God to be um, doing all the labor and, and being, but they, he was darker than the other ones or something. So it, it's a thing from, and a lot of people will bring it up from the Bible. Like, well, you know, that's why black people are black is because of the, cause of the shunned son of, of Noah. And it's like some weird allegory from... Yeah. Some story that we've passed down. No, sometimes sometimes things are wrong. Sometimes the thing that everybody believes is wrong. Like the T-Rex. Everyone believes that it's one way, but it's not. I figured it out, the breastbone. Timmy Pizza's here, he's on some Call Me Tim, which happens in the next hour, and he's the one who planted the seed that made this come into fruition. You can look at the bones. I'll show you the bones oh, I'm looking it up. No one else has done this yeah. research. I'm the only one who realizes that it's a breastbone. Here's the thing. I've deboned thousands of birds because I've made turducken, and every single bird has a breastbone. Are you telling me that in the age of dinosaurs who had spiky tails and big, huge things, that there was nothing covering the breast of a T-Rex, and he could just wa- blindly walk over something and be punctured, and all of his organs would fall out with his tiny, little, his tiny little ribs? Nay! Nay! There was a huge wing structure. You just flip the hips upside down, then you've got a breastbone, and you've got these cool wing things, and then you take those little funky, faggy arms from the front, <laughs> you attach them to the breastbone, and they actually become normal size legs. I'm telling you. I believe. So the whole thing is that years and years of belief can be disproved suddenly. Like Pluto. Is it a planet? Is it not a planet? Like It's a big thing of ice. It's a big thing of ice, but didn't we believe it was a planet forever, and then it was disproved. So there are all kinds of things. Also, a lot of people thought black people like were funny in some other way, like, oh, are there... I mean, there's uh, all of these, they like... They
1: thought that we couldn't read or communicate. We were animals. Right, right. There's all know, these Our brains are smaller. That was the theory. The strange stereotypes <laughs> that have gone through...
0: I mean, believing that women should be a certain way. Believing that anybody should be a certain way from years and years of passed down knowledge. Just because that knowledge is accepted by everybody doesn't mean make it's it right. right. It doesn't mean it's doesn't right. It make it right. Just because everybody you know thinks me- me- that's because trump thinks now mexico's stealing our jobs just because he's all of these ideas that people collectively it think right. it doesn't make it right
1: it doesn't make it right there's crazy. too many there's too many sheep in this herd too many sheep so many sheep and and but that's the thing is if you aren't if you come out with a radical
0: idea if you get to be a wolf then you're a wolf i don't think so. everybody thinks I'm crazy okay i might be a little crazy but i'm not really I am, but... <laughs> Say that again. I'm not crazy. I'm not crazy. I'm not I'm, I'm crazy. I'm not crazy. I'm just saying. Look wait, 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 at go the breast. Look, look at it. T-rex. Just look at it. T-rex. So, um, the last thing we're going to talk about today here on the Drug Minute here on um, uh, thanks to drugpolicy.org, thanks to Melissa Moore of drugpolicy.org. We talked about it a couple weeks ago, Kratom. And I don't think you were here for that one. You no. were—it was your birthday. You uh, were out of town. Chicago. So, do you know what kratom is? I do not. Okay, kratom is this plant uh, that it's a pain—it's a painkiller plant. It didn't have any legalization on it. It was—you know—it was like one of those things you could get, like salvia, right? Okay. Yeah. Like you could buy it, and uh, people were using it. As, uh, as as a painkiller. And a lot of people have been using it as in, they've gotten off of opiates and people have been using oh, this plant.
1: Oh, that's the plant that I've, like, people have been going to Latin America and if they've had any drug issues or what have you, they've been using that plant to kind of help
0: with yeah, exactly, detoxing. Yeah, exactly. And they're saying that it, it doesn't make you, like, it's not like methadone. It actually helps relieve pain and helps you get off these, the these kind of the yeah, opiates I've heard, yeah
1: I've heard about that okay. so
0: um this is 45 congressmen at because the DEA just called it a schedule one drug just the other week they said what? oh it's a schedule one drug and they said so all these people that have been on Kratom and are like what so there have been um, 45 congressmen asked the DEA not to ban Kratom next week uh A large and bipartisan contingent in Congress is asking the Obama administration to delay this sudden ban poised to take effect next week on possessing Kratom, a Southeast Asian tree leaf product that supporters describe as near miraculous treatment for pain, depression and addiction to opiates and legal narcotics. Representatives Mark Pocan, uh, Democrat Wisconsin, and Matt Salmon, Republican Arizona recruited 45 signers in the House of Representatives as of Friday afternoon for two letters, which will be sent Monday to Chuck Rosenberg, acting administrator of the Drug Enforcement Administration, and Office of Management and Budget Director Sean Donovan. The significant regulatory action was done without any opportunity for public comment from researchers, consumers, and other stakeholders. The lawmakers said in a letter to Rosenberg, this hasty decision could have serious effects on consumer access and choice of an internationally recognized herbal supplement. The letter to Donovan asks him to overrule the DEA which is invoking a rarely used emergency power within just 30 days notice warning the action will put a halt on federally funded research and innovation surrounding the treatment of individuals suffering from opioids and other addictions. I I I hate the DEA. The, this is this is not in the article this is me saying it. Susan Ash, founder of the American Kratom Association consumer group which organized a September 13th pro protest at the White House, says she remains hopeful that the ban won't go into effect for two compounds in Kratom that would essentially ban the plant. I feel a lot of hope because of the amount of Congress people who are paying attention to this issue and the media and the public are really weighing in our favor. It's finally coming to light who the average Kratom consumer is, Ashe says. Ash says. Those users include recovering heroin, cocaine, and alcohol addicts, fibromyalgia patients, and people with arthritis and cancer, mm-hmm. according to a sampling of attendees at the White House protest. Some veterans with post-traumatic stress disorder and people with depression say it has helped them too. AKA director Paul Pelosi Jr. says he believes the DEA has been surprised by a deluge of user pleas to keep Kratom legal and that I think everyone's going to look at a way to save face. Like, how can we come back from this? Pelosi has tried Kratom and does not regularly use it. He says he believes that between 4 and 5 million Americans may be using Kratom, an estimate higher than the 100,000 or so uh, others offer which he bases on his understanding of industry sales figures. It's pretty safe. It may be slightly addictive, but there's no overdose and safety issues. So I think that the DEA was unaware people use it in a kava shop, a cafe, and that veterans use the leaf naturally, he said. It's not just a couple of teens trying to get high. There's a limited party use for this i mean it's not like salvia they haven't put a ban on salvia and that's messing kids up left and right i've
1: tried that shit too it's
0: terrible it's terrible indeed preliminary scientific analysis shows kratom despite dea concern about safety and anecdotal reports about dependence potential could offer substantial harm reduction particularly as accidental overdoses of opioids included illegal painkillers and illegal drugs like heroin killed more than twenty-eight thousand in 2014 alone. Andrew Krugel, associate research scientist at Columbia University, says research has shown significant differences between the two about-to-be-banned compounds, mitragynine and 7 hydroxymitragynine and traditionally abused drugs that could act on the opioid receptors in the brain. Both mitragynine and 7 hydroxymitragynine are partial antagonists of the Mu opioid receptor. And that is the same target that heroin, morphine, and fentanyl bind to, Krugel says. But the key thing from the science side is that they activate this receptor in a different way. For one, they are partial antagonists, which means they stimulate the receptor to a lower level, no matter how high you go with the dose. In animal studies, both methaginine and 7 hydroxymethaginine produce almost no respiratory depression, he adds. Of course, this hasn't been rigorously studied on humans because there have been no clinical trials, but anecdotal evidence, which is quite substantial, suggests that people aren't dying of respiratory depression. That's what happens with opioids. When you mix a lot of opioids with alcohol or you just take a lot of opioids, you can stop breathing. Uh. Especially with alcohol because alcohol is also a respiratory depressant. So if you've been taking... I had a friend who died um, taking... Vicodin and whiskey. He had like seven Ooh. shots of whiskey and like 12 Vicodin or something and he died. No.
1: You just stop Jesus. breathing because your,
0: your body just can't it
1: handle it. It just can't
0: do it. In animal studies. Oh. No, 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 no. Kugel said the lack the reason for lack of respiratory depression and a primary cause of death in heroin and other opioid overdoses yeah. is that the compound appears to be based Antagonists that only trigger one opioid pathway called the G protein pathway and not another pathway associated with respiratory depression and constipation. <gasps> Doesn't even make you constipated. That's yeah, exciting. That's awesome. Krugel said that mitagyanine and 7 hydroxymetagyanine preliminarily appear similar in terms of pharmacology to a drug called olisuridin that is currently undergoing food and drug administration approved phase three trials in humans. Columbia University researchers currently are scrambling to complete research for a paper on Kratom's effect on non-opioid receptors and are busily boiling leaf matter and alcohol to extract the mitragynine, and use the chemical reactions to convert it into non-schedule one analogs. We obviously can't have kilograms of kratom around here when the ban goes into effect, Krugel says. If the ban does go into effect, Krugel says, he would likely apply for a special Schedule One license to continue research. But he points out the hoops to jump through are onerous, as marijuana researchers have lamented for years, including installation of a safe that costs about $10,000. Despite the backlash that DEA's knees aren't buckling, those sympathetic statements one spokesman offered the Washington Post last week gave them some advocate's hope. I want the Kratom community to know that the DEA does hear them, spokesman Melvin Patterson told the Post. Our goal is to make sure it is available to all of them. Interesting. With a week to go before the ban is scheduled to take effect, however, spokeswoman Barbara Carrero says she received no indication that there will be a reversal. It's Ooh. not that the DEA is unsympathetic to people who have chronic pain who are, who are addicted to opioids, she says. We are just people, just like everyone else, who get in the car accident and break our femurs and get cancer and have surgery and are in need of pain medicine. It's just that science says this is a problem and now we need to keep people safe. Carino says the analysis we did showed there is enough of a public health problem with Kratom to justify it being placed in schedule one on an emergency basis, a classification that would last two or three years until removal, permanent listing or scheduling in a lower ranking based on additional research. I have not been advised it's being reconsidered, but we have not gotten the congressional letter, Carino says. And the DEA says it's last is noticed last month that it believes 15 deaths in the u.s were associated with kratom the aka (laughs) disputes this and says it has hired a toxicologist who reviewed the cases and found that there was no evidence to support the assertion Uh that most if not all of the deaths have been tied to other drug use blah 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 it goes on and on you guys get it uh kratom we talked about the other week they're trying to make it illegal uh but hey some people say that it's Helpful, and a lot of people don't even know what kratom is. So why are they studying? The
1: DEA is full of crooks. Well, why
0: won't they? The thing is that why wouldn't we? Why wouldn't you shut down salvia? Why shut down kratom if it's actually, you know? Oh, I think because they're tied with the pharmaceutical agencies, and they don't want anything that counteracts opioids. They want everyone to keep taking the opioids because they're expensive and people oh, need go. them. You wouldn't want people to somehow safely go. deal with pain in some other way a using pill. a plant other than opioids Take that isn't pill.
1: pharmacologically created the dea and pharmaceutical companies are homies i mean they're such homies i mean think about it you you just preached the word right there that's what it was that's exactly why they're putting that on schedule one Mm-hmm. You know, they know there there know there there's an industry out there of people who want to do things natural, who are tired of being doped up. Absolutely. You know, which is there's a movement of that, which is
0: why um, medical marijuana can also help in a lot of those situations. Right. Uh, this will be the last one, and then we'll we'll uh, close it down here. This is interesting because we were talking about how. Prop 64, the only people who are against it are kind of the growers, but... And this is this is the reason. California League of Conservation voters endorsed Prop 64 as a landmark measure for the environment. Respected nonpartisan environmental organization says Prop 64 will conserve precious lands and start reversing damage done by illegal grows. Los Angeles today, the California League of Conservation Voters, the nonpartisan political action arm of the environmental movement in California, announced its endorsement of Prop 64, the Adult Use of Marijuana Act, which will be on the nationwide ballot, statewide ballot, in November. Proposition 64 is a landmark measure that will allow California to conserve precious lands and start reversing the severe damage done by Ill- illegal marijuana grows," said Sarah Rose and the CLCV is pleased to endorse it. According to an analysis from the Nonpartisan Legislative Analyst's Office, the ballot measure could raise state and local revenues up to a billion annually. (laughs) 20% of revenues will be dispersed to the Environmental Restoration and Protection Account, which will be used for environmental cleanup, remediated and restoration of public lands damaged by cultivation, as well as environmental enforcement against illegal water diversion, illegal cultivation, distribution, and use of marijuana on public lands. This represents a strong targeted investment so that the public lands that have been taken over and abused by drug cartels will be restored and become safe <laughs> and accessible for all Californians. The landmark land and water protections in the measure have specified praise, have specific praise from leading environmental and conservation organizations across the state. One of the co proponents of Prop 64 is Michael Sutton, longtime conservationist and environmental attorney, former president of the California Fish and Game Commission and former vice president of the National Audubon Society. Proposition 64 was previously endorsed by California Council of Land Trusts. CLCV joins a diverse coalition, blah, 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 blah. A lot of people are into it. Cool. Uh, Prop 64 is a consensus measure based on recognized best practices and recommendations from hundreds of engaged citizens and organizations. It includes strong safeguards for children, workers, local government, and small business, and strict anti-monopoly provisions and the toughest warning label in marketing to kids' laws in the nation. Proposition 64 has been endorsed by the Los Angeles Times, San Francisco Chronicle, San Jose Mercury News, and the East Bay Times. All right, guys. I I mean, it really... The only people that are bummed are because of the water. You know what I mean? But a lot of people are like, yeah, yeah, you got to regulate the water. And it's true. Yeah. You can't just let people... It takes a lot of water to grow weed.
1: Yeah, it's and what are we in? Udrum. Uh, yeah.
0: So we're going to have to have them conserve. It's just going to have to happen. I'm
1: sorry you guys. Just I'm sorry. Crimea River. Literally yep. like you you'll be okay. You're going to be fine. Yep.
0: But thanks to Melissa Moore of d- our friends at drugpolicy.org, the Drug Policy Alliance, for being awesome. Yes. And uh sending us every week the important news from Drug Policy drugs drugs, drugs, drugs. Drugs, drugs. Drugs, drugs. Drugs are drugs, great. Drugs drugs, drugs, drugs. Drugs, drugs. Gonna smoke
1: some trees.
0: smoke some trees. Uh, I hope <laughs> that you guys stay tuned for some Call Me Tim. Today we have special guest Hunter Uniac, very young comedian. Hunter Uniac is gonna tell us all about his relationship or non-relationship with God-Gods the afterlife, etc., And then we'll also have Timmy Pizza running the ones and twos, the moogs for me and yous, playing interesting and cool music here at Mutiny Radio. Thank you so much, LaToya. Great show today. Yay, as always, Miss Yay. Um, thanks, everybody, for being here. You can see me tonight at the Black Horse if you'd like I'm gonna go to Eagle and then Brainwash and then I'm hitting up the Black Horse it's like an actual book show but I don't know if you've ever been there it's like this tiny tiny bar Whoa. it's uh, it's like only 10 people can fit in it so it's always really good comedy shows because intimate. it's like super intimate super fun Brandon Stokes can't runs can't go it. anywhere can't go anywhere can't drink outside gotta drink inside um, thank you guys all for listening to the Ultacast we will talk to you next week bye <laughs> Freeform Radio for Free Minds.
3: Tacos, they get them. and from the specials, very deep fried fish sandwich to a stoner burger with a donut bun. What are those crazy potheads gonna come up with next? Go to the counter offer inside of Blender's Bar at 800 South Van Ness Avenue. It's located between 19th Street and 20th Street in the Mission District. Open seven nights a week from 5 to 10 p.m. or later. i offer, son. Max, I change changed like three times <laughs> the course of that. <laughs> this is dogs.